I feel like we probably all know this week's gospel lesson um, fairly well. We can probably skim the details a little bit. Jesus and his disciples have been on a walking tour. They've been performing miracles and teaching and and healing people. And now they're on the outskirts of um, Philippi. And while on the outskirts, Jesus asked the disciples two questions, very important questions. Who do people say that I am? And more to the point, who do you say that I am? The disciples shockingly answer both, and answer both well. The first, they answer with comparisons to important biblical characters, figures, Elijah and John the Baptist and prophets of old. The second is answered exclusively by Peter. He answers that Jesus is no mere miracle worker or prophet, but is indeed God's anointed one, God's Messiah. And then comes the turning point in the narrative. Jesus begins to explain what it means to be the Messiah. He must suffer. He must die. And no one, including Peter, can believe it. Peter and Jesus then engage in a little, a little skirmish. Jesus shuts him down. Why? Well, because Jewish belief and Jesus' disciples are Jewish, held that the Messiah would be a powerful leader, perhaps a military king like David. This Messiah was going to remake the world. And so they were disappointed and perhaps underwhelmed with Jesus' pronouncement of what the Messiah really was this Messiah who would suffer and die. And let's be honest, hindsight being twenty twenty, would we have reacted any differently? No, probably not. Because more often than not, we also look for God to come in strength and in power, in might. And therefore, often we miss God's coming to us in our weakness. And so, while we may not get the God we want, in Jesus we discover the God we need. One who does not overwhelm us, but one who meets us in our our brokenness in order to heal, to restore, and to redeem us. That's a good sermon. It's a good sermon. It preaches. I'm not preaching that sermon today, though. Perhaps another Sunday. Christ the King Sunday is upcoming, so maybe, maybe then. In today's gospel lesson, I'm interested in a singular phrase. Deny themselves. Jesus says to the disciples, if you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves. and Take up their cross and follow me. There's something problematic about that statement for me. Deny themselves. Mainly, I think that who I am matters to God. I think that who you are matters to God. 
And yet it would seem that Jesus is saying to us to deny that. And it just doesn't feel right to me. How does denying who God created me to be make me a better disciple? Further, how does God, or does God really want me to pretend to be someone or something I'm not? That applies to you as well. Does God want us to deny our truth? If so, then why did God become human in the first place? I know the whole mystery of God, things you don't need to know. But it's illogical. I mean, it just, it really is illogical. I'll say it. I have a a degree in Jesus. (laughs) Additionally, I don't believe denying themselves has anything to do with, with sundry things like chocolate or carbohydrates <laughs> or your late night obsession with surfing Facebook or your obsession with reading People magazine or whatever it is that you waste time doing. I know during Lent and other fasting times, you're prone to give those things up. Oh, I'm denying myself. No, you're really just trying to lose 10 pounds. (laughs) Has nothing to do with Jesus. It doesn't. Deny themselves, he says. What if we take deny themselves literally? In that, you deny your selfhood when it lessens relationship. In that, you deny your autonomy when it refuses community. In that, you deny your individualism when it rejects intimacy. In essence, you deny your selfishness when it hinders your ability to be in full relationship with humanity, and by extension, with God, because God is most clearly known in human relationship. Deny your selfishness. Just a couple examples. Marriage, the covenant of marriage. In marriage, individuals come together for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, though death to us part, I honor you. They deny their selfishness to be in loving relationship with the other. At least that's the intent in the beginning. But they deny their selfishness. In a 12-step program, an individual denies their selfishness their dependence upon uh, their substance of choice, their addictive behavior, destructive behavior, so that they might be in healthy relationship with other. A parent 
denies their selfishness when they bring forth a child into the world so that that child might be loved, cared for, provided for, have a foundation in which to embark in a meaningful way in the world. Deny your selfishness. To deny yourself and to take up your cross, it invites us into what the cross can also mean. Not just death and suffering, but human relationships. God chose human relationships above all other things. Of all the ways God could be known in the world, God chose human relationships. And the cross reflects God's commitment to humanity. We take up our cross and we illustrate our commitment to God and to what God loves most. Because to be our true selves, who God created us to be, we must be in relationship. And I think that's what Jesus is saying today. In life, it's never meant to be just about you. Faith can never be just about you. In faith, you have defined your identity as connected to Christ. And through Christ, to a community of believers. We don't do living faith alone, in isolation. The journey of faith is meant to be a radical communal experience. We worship together, we pray together, we share a meal together. We sing together, we study together. We care for the least and the last together. We make a covenant vow to care for the baptized, child or adult. We love together. We mourn together. We live life together. Jesus' charge in today's gospel text is not a demand to deny your true God-created self. It is rather an invitation to imagine, to know that your self needs other. Because this is what to be human is all about. Intimacy, relationship, belonging, attention. We cannot be ourselves on our own. Of course, we'll try. Our culture supports such an individualized, selfish, isolated existence. Yet when we go it alone in life, more often than not, it is a self-absorbed existence. And Jesus ain't got time for that. He doesn't. And you're deluding yourself if you think he does. The denial of self. Deny your selfishness. It's embracing the truth that you can't live fully in the world 
that you can't live your life to its fullest potential without yourself being in relationship with one another. That is what it means to take up your cross. It is to embrace humanity. Thanks be to God. Amen.